Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Riding the Storm Out. Of course, my good friend and co-pastor Dan Fisher is back with me this week. We had a wonderful show last week without Dan, perhaps our best ever. <laughs> Generally, the best shows are when you're traveling Zero somewhere. Zero content, doing <laughs> I would imagine. But it is, of course, the purpose is to present a biblical spin or biblical view on current cultural issues because our congregations are hungry from some direction and of course we try to help equip pastors in our liberty pastors training camps as we're trying to train up the modern day black robe regiment but also we want to be able to communicate with with our our conservative god-fearing audience out there so dan yeah. it's good to have you back well, it's good you, to be back we've yeah, had a, we've, be we've back. traveled a lot this last couple of weeks but yes now we're we back have. at home yes we have and of course today we're going to talk about basically well a number of things but inflation and modern monetary theory Tell me, buddy, first of all, I think we need to define what a dollar is. Can we define what a dollar in a simple way? I mean, it's... Well, we used to be able to. Yeah, I, don't know. I used to. I don't know if you can now. <laughs> well, well, technically, the currency is a, is a store of our labor. Uh, of our labor. I mean, if, if exactly I was right. a painter and you were a plumber, uh, well, you know, I have a trade, you have a trade, we can swap services, but perhaps you don't need... Uh, painting at the same time I need plumbing yeah so I can go sure. out and paint houses and do whatever and I can be paid for my labor and accumulate that store of labor and then I've got it in dollars and it's in the bank as good as money in the bank yeah. and then when I need your services I have the capability of being able to pay for your services exactly. so really money is just basically an agreed to form of exchange and there's the key that's yeah. the key yeah everybody agrees as to what that dollar is worth yep and for most of our history, it was based on gold or silver. Right. So the gold or the silver determined yep. what yep. the dollar was worth. 6,000 years of human history, gold and silver has always been the standard. Exactly. And in America, yeah. it was the standard. Yeah. Unfortunately, today, we don't have a gold or silver-backed currency. Right. So we have what is called a fiat currency, just which basically is just out of thin air. Monopoly money. Well, it, yeah. it, it is the same as playing the game of Monopoly. And as long as everybody agrees that this dollar is worth X amount and everybody agrees, mm -hmm. I guess it works to a degree. But what happens when the government decides, hey, we're going to play with this? Mm -hmm. And that's what, of course, the modern monetary theory is all about. Right. This whole concept that we just make money out of thin air we and we decide it. what it's worth. We need something, let's print some more. It's like being a kid with your parents' credit card. Yeah. But inflation, and let's let's cover what inflation is in simple terms. You know, we're told that inflation means prices are going up. But really, inflation <laughs> is caused by too many dollars yep. chasing too few products. So right. price can be affected by the supply chain, uh, availability of something. Or the rarity of something. Or the rarity. Yeah. Like diamonds. Yeah. yeah. Sand is not worth much because sand yeah, is everywhere. There's a, there's a but lot of diamonds it. are worth a lot because they're it's rare. It's kind of like preachers. Yeah. <laughs> Good preachers. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah, lot of preachers. Yeah. They're worthless. Yeah. And then and then, <laughs> and then, the the number of dollars. So inflation, an easy way to think about it in, in what we're experiencing right now is inflating the supply of money. Right, exactly. So, as you said, Dan, and, and really, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're, you, you hear us talk about the Great Reset. Uh, and 
what that is is they are getting ready to change the entire economic system globally. Yeah. The world has operated based upon one system after World War II. Of course, the whole world is at war. America went to war in two different directions. Europe was basically devastation. Australia, New Zealand was devastated. Uh, you know, Japan and, and China was devastated. Really, America was the last man standing. Yeah, right. And our economy was rocking and rolling because we were at a war pace. We were, we were producing tanks and ships and, and armaments and all sorts of things. So we were, uh, we were the top dog after World War II. And the global economists met in Bretton Woods, New Hampshire, and decided what the world was going to look like post-World War II. And it was agreed on at that time that the dollar would be the world reserve standard. Yeah. Prior to that, if you went to France, you needed to, to get francs to spend in France. If you went to... Uh, to uh, what whatever Great Britain or, or Germany, you needed marks. You know. yeah, but Russia but, rubles, rubles exactly. Yeah. But but now the deal was going to be the dollar was going to be the world reserve standard. Everything would be executed, all trade in dollars. And America promised that the dollar would be backed by gold. Yeah. And it was that way until the 1970s. When under Nixon and Henry Kissinger, the dollar was removed from the gold standard. That was the first real punch. Actually, that was a sign of the beginning of the end. Yep. And then from that time, governments loved to have their own central banks. Because, Dan, how do you control people? Yeah, you can control them two ways. You can either take their money from them, yep. or you can control their health care so that they're afraid they might die. <laughs> You're most prized personal possession is your body is your body your health and once the government's taken control of that exactly you are enslaved and really the other is the same because when yep. you control their money you can control the ability to feed yourself and to clothe yourself and to shelter yourself which in the end is a direct bearing on your health and, and we saw a perfect illustration of that just a month ago yeah in canada yeah yeah you know you if you're able to go in and freeze truck drivers' bank accounts mm -hmm. so that they cannot go to their ATMs and draw out of their own personal accounts. Mm -hmm. And then you're also powerful enough to get the insurance companies to cancel mm -hmm. the insurance on your truck. Now, not only can you not get access to your money, you can't drive your truck because you have no insurance. Yep. You've shut that guy down. You have absolute control over the people. So, exactly right. Mm -hmm. so, so the modern monetary theory is the idea that rather than money being based upon some solid backing like mm -hmm. gold or silver it's just uh pretend money yep. we just tell you what it's worth and since we can tell you what it's worth we can just print it anytime right. we want to and the modern monetary theory says we don't really have to pay it back we can just exactly. pay. We're, the, we're the government we can just, we'll just print, print it more. we'll just print it we'll print it and see that's where the problem really stems from yes you know, we got what, what we don't understand ladies and gentlemen is governments love inflation when they have a central bank, when we had a gold-backed currency and we actually had to balance the books, for yeah. example, during World War II, yeah. the United States government sold war bonds yeah. because they couldn't just print money to pay bills. Because they, they didn't have enough gold. They, exactly. That's yeah. exactly right. The money exactly. meant something. Yes. It was a certain number of dollars. Yes. After the, we went off the gold standard and now with central banks where the, every country can just print their currency and especially America being the world reserves. David, can you put that M2 money supply up on the screen? This is the this is a, as a diagram of the supply of currency that's that's in the system, as you'll see here in just a moment. Once our producer, nope, wrong one. Next one, if next we could. one. There, there we go. go. Look at this. 
This goes all the way back to basically Bretton Woods was in 1944. Yeah. It came into force after World War II. We came off the gold standard in 1973, about That's right here. That's when it starts curving up. Yeah. And then this last two years, it has just skyrocketed. Yeah. Now, governments love, to, love inflation. Now, why is that? Well, it's because if today $1 buys one egg, okay. for example, and I'm the government, and I'm wanting to spend money to buy votes to create more dependency on me and getting us reelected. Uh -huh. Then today I can create a whole. I can create a thousand dollars today at today's value and give it away at today's value. Uh -huh. And then a week from now, when it trickles into the system, Ooh, by the time it gets to your savings account, worth a thousand dollars. Exactly. All of a sudden, a week into the system, two weeks into the system, <laughs> once this money gets out there, then your buying power of your savings has been depleted by, by that whatever much. percentage that we've printed money. Exactly. The, so, the, and the other reason, if I could interrupt, yep, go ahead. The reason that governments like it is because of debt. So you can just you can print money. Mm -hmm. You pay off old debts yep. that yep. were on the old yep. uh, worth of the currency yep. with new money that's not worth anything. But the number is the same, so we can pay it off with worthless money. And they're just incentivized to keep repeating the process. Exactly. What do we do next week? Well, we'll print more we'll money. Print more money. Mm -hmm. And so then what you have is you have hyperinflation, yep. where you have this massive circulation of money. Then when you infuse something like COVID, where you shut the economy down, yep. so production goes basically to zero in many aspects of our economy, then all of a sudden when you open things back up and then you start giving people money mm -hmm. because we shut them down, now they have this money in their pockets, but all of a sudden the supply chain yep. has been greatly damaged mm -hmm. and in some ways actually shut down. Now all of a sudden you've got all this extra money chasing fewer things. So you, you yep. have this incredible yep. cycle now that's feeding itself. And now it's out of control. It's yes. just skyrocketing, as you see up here. Almost like it was on purpose. Almost like it was on purpose. <laughs> and we would conjecture to say that it's finally reached the point where yeah. it is on purpose. I think so. You, you, we had $5 trillion in debt as a country in 2000. That was after 235 years yeah. of being in, in existence. War for Independence, War of 1812, the Civil War, uh, World War One, World War Two, everything else five trillion dollars we have yeah. now gone up we've increased that 600 percent in the last two decades so we've gone from five trillion yeah. to over 30 trillion but but see here's the reason why our leaders don't mind that modern monetary theory they don't think mm -hmm. that's a problem because with this new theory yep. we can just print more money we've always got money let's just print more that's right mm -hmm. we can digitize it mm -hmm. we have literally a printing press although yep. basically it's digital now right. so we'll just make more money that's th that's this new theory that we haven't worked under most of our history and that's why we are now in such trouble and what happens is you hit this critical mass point which is i think where we are, yep. and the whole the whole danger of this is you also have working from the other side what you've been hammering this great reset. Mm -hmm. They want to crash the American yep. economy because yep. we don't want the U.S. dollar yep. to be the standard yep. currency. Yep. We want an international yep. uh, currency with our and with our Declaration of Independence and our brief heritage of two hundred and fifty years roughly. Yeah. And with you know as, as many flaws as we have found out were in the Constitution, yeah. it was still the best governing document. Yeah, it was human, so it was going to have flaws, exactly. no matter what. Exactly. 
Well, now we, uh, but America has always stood in the way of that dream of one world global government. Sure, we've always been we've the always, Yeah, we've been stubborn. We're not going to yeah. go there. President couldn't get us go along. Plus, they, too powerful, they kept, too. Yeah, too that's big. true. Too They've big. kept pushing us further and further along. So yeah. it's imperative that they destroy the dollar. Yes. Now, Weak in America, whatever you have to do to do it. And now we're at a point with all the global debt, and they have successfully, just about, I mean, the dollar is, is on... A, a life, life support. Yeah, life support. It's right on now. life support. But once they get to that point, then obviously we must have a great economic reset. Yeah. And, and here's the thing that I think our folks need to remember if they don't know. We have insiders in our government who are a part of yes. this. They want this to happen. So it's not just the world conspiring against the United States of America. Much of our own leadership today, especially on, yep. on the Democratic left, yep. they are a part of this. They want this. Not loyal to the Constitution. Not they don't loyal care to the people about the, the Constitution. Yep, that's exactly and the right. proof of it is the way that they act unilaterally to violate mm -hmm. the actual uh, branches of government and responsibility. If they want to do something and they get con can't get Congress to do it, they'll either get a judge to do it or the president will just issue uh, an unconstitutional executive order. Mm-hmm. And so, so the proof is there. So why does this matter then to our people? Why is it important that we understand all this? Well, one thing that I want to make sure our people understand is that we are not going back to the old normal. Yeah, and that's really hard for people to grasp. It's hard for me. It's hard for all of us. Yeah. We have, quite frankly, we have enjoyed And Now, that's not saying the future can't be bright. It can be if yeah. the right people... <clears throat> meaning us, if we if we are involved in what the Great Reset actually looks like, but we we aren't going back to the old normal. No, and and, no. and we have all gone along and said, okay, we'll take the jab, we'll wear the mask, we'll do whatever. Can't we just make it back to normal? No, this is by design. No, the COVID That's thing exactly we have already right. go to our website declarationforliberty.com and watch our thirty minute video. What is the Great Reset? You'll understand how this pandemic was actually a plandemic. All of this has been put together. We encourage you to go see to go to Substack and and look at Dr. Robert Malone. He is the co-inventor of mRNA. Brilliant man. Uh, his progress in thinking through the the evils of of global governance over the yeah. last year has been amazing. Well, he didn't realize no. that he was a pawn yeah. in this bigger yeah. scheme. Yeah. He was just simply being an innovative scientist trying to create new forms of treatment. He didn't realize yep. that he's playing right into the hands of this whole great reset group that was, I think, pulling the strings with COVID and setting us up for this. Well, his technology was what was behind this experimental yes, it jab. Was. Yeah. And he even took the he first took round. Yeah, he was that much right. of a believer. But he's come to realize that this isn't about health care. It's about control. And this yes. digital passport, the vaccine. Can we get that other slide, David? Just this was, this is just yesterday or today. But here you have the United States wanting to take the lead on making sure the entire world gets jabbed. Now, we have learned that this thing is far from being tested and safe. Well, we in are fact, past Malone, the crisis. Malone yeah. is, is blowing the whistle that it is not safe, mm -hmm. and it's causing all kinds of heart problems, yep. blood clot issues, Bears, and, yep. well, yep. also uh, your immune system. Yep. It's causing all kinds of problems there with T-cells and all your that. your T-cells, so, that's yeah. exactly yeah. right. It inhibits your body's ability exactly. to defend so itself. Exactly, so it's really not safe. We know it's not. So why is it then that this was, actually, this came out today on Epoch Times, yeah. two hours ago, or about two hours before we, we came up here to record this, White House COVID-19 SARS says, 
because the U.S. has a national interest to vaccinate the entire world. I'm not even, we're not even, nobody's masking anymore. I mean, there's not any. Well, the I, thing I has the, now just become a way of life, and it's just another coronavirus on the list. Exactly. Of coronavirus. It's not affecting our day-to-day lives anymore. No, it, so why is this mandatory? And, and you know, here's the amazing thing, Paul. Yeah. It never did. No, I agree. That's yeah. the thing. It never did. We know that. 99.9% yeah. of the people who yeah. got it survived. We lived the last two, two and a half years normally here yeah. at Fairview Baptist yeah. in our congregation. And I would even argue with Malone and others that many of them who did die, if they'd have treated them yeah. properly, wouldn't exactly. have died. We, we came up with these crazy yep. protocols yep. and rewarded hospitals. If they'll kill you, yep. we'll reward you by giving you a huge payoff. Dr. McCullough had, uh, Dr. McCullough from Texas said that if we had treated these er, these these cases early and aggressively with ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, eighty-five yeah. percent of those that wound up dying would still be alive. Oh, it's today. exactly right. Yeah. So this was a epidemic that was planned, promoted, and created for this cause to get people. This isn't about health. To get them afraid. It's about get, yes, getting yeah. Know, well, fear is a great motivator. Isn't of course it? it is. But they are wanting to drive the entire world into registering to implement the new central bank digital currency which we will no longer have unalienable rights. We all, as global citizens, will be governed or granted privileges, now, as you've now talked about. Now, how are about. they going to do this with a digital currency? Why is that the key to this thing, Paul? Well, they are able to... Actually, they believe that there are some things within the vaccine where they can tell who has taken it and who hasn't. Right. They can actually connect to certain things technologically, but they will be able to program your currency Ah, to where there are places. Like a credit card or a debit card. Based upon your environmental, social justice, and governance credit score, your ESG score, which you did a great sermon on just a few weeks ago, that's on our website, fairviewbaptistedmond.org. Look up the ESG sermon. But then you will be granted privileges based upon your behavior, what you can buy, where you can travel, everything. You will be tracked through this 5G technology, which will be able to handle all of the use. And so if they decide, for instance, that you're a little overweight, (laughs) your, your debit card won't work at the Pizza Hut. And my smart microwave, by the way, when I throw that bag of popcorn in at, pop. at 11 o'clock and yeah. I push on, it'll say, you're too fat, go back to bed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and here's the thing. If people don't think that will work, just try uh, not paying your credit card bill on time and watch how they'll freeze <laughs> that. And they did it digitally. It's being yep. done with computers. Yep. So why couldn't they do that with the U.S. digital dollar? Because basically what you're going to have, initially anyway is a card. Yep. It'll be just like a credit card, but now it's a debit card. Mm-hmm. And why couldn't they program it? And the answer is they, they can. could. Yeah, yeah, they can. So if you're driving too much, mm-hmm. well, then your environmental yep. score is yep. too low, so it won't work at the gas station. Yep. You can't buy fuel. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and people need to understand that this is no longer fairy tale mm-hmm. 1984 stuff. No. This is actually technologically possible right now. Yeah. As Dr. Malone, who was not a, I would say, in fact, Dr. Malone, I believe, voted for Obama. Yeah. Or not Obama, but uh, Biden. Yeah. I believe I, I heard someone say that I may be wrong on that, but I believe it. So he was not I a far, right. I, he was not a, 
a, a far right conservative he's Christian. Kind of become that, hasn't he, he? but he's become that based yeah. upon what he's actually seen and what's yeah. actually going on with the Davos crowd, the world. Okay, world so, Economic so, Forum. so this is all big picture yep. stuff. Most of us don't have control over the group that meets in Davos, yep. the World Economic Forum, and all that, and Klaus Schwab. So let's bring it down to the personal level. What do people do? You what can what? they? You do? know what I think we're gonna have to do. We're at, we're at, we're at almost twenty minutes. We're gonna have to well, do that in our next podcast. I know. I'm sorry. I just blab <laughs> on and on. But this this this, pro, this uh, broadcast, we have revealed the problem. Perhaps if you weren't already aware of it, hopefully if you're part of our audience, you are all already aware of this stuff. But next podcast, we'll present just some common sense things that you can do to begin preparing for what, quite frankly, yeah. is going to be a, a, an interesting. Yeah, it could be a huge economic storm. Interesting 2022 yeah. and 2023. Yeah, and, and I think preachers yeah. need to be preparing their people. If we are shepherding our flocks, you know what? We want our, all of our people to be born again and bound for heaven. Of course. We also want them to be in good health. We want yeah. them to be happy. We want them to have good jobs, to be able to pay their bills. We want them to enjoy the the pursuit of happiness that, sure. that we are intended to sure. enjoy here as God's And that's, creation. by the way, spiritual. Absolutely. So this is not unspiritual stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that'll bring us yeah, to an end of there. this week. We will pick it up in our next podcast. As our logo says, we are definitely in the midst of a storm, <laughs> but uh, with, the Lord, out, with the Lord as our King and God, yeah. we'll ride it out together. Dan, it's always yeah. fun. Yeah, it's a pleasure, man. We'll look forward to being with you the next time for the next edition of Riding the Storm Out. Until then... God bless you. See you next time.